Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Now, this is very important. Now, of course, uh, if you are following us, you notice that we really are not... uh, discussing everything in the book of Revelation and we did not highlight, we don't highlight to you the seals, seven seals, uh, seven trumpets, and the seven vials or bowls. That is because uh, those, especially the the trumpets, the, 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 the bowls, those judgments are not for believers. So our purpose for this uh, study is to prepare the church, okay? So that is why uh, I am just, you know, emphasizing the things that can be expected. You know, some of the events that can take place, that will take place, and, uh, and that uh, we don't want believers to be surprised. And we want you to settle things in your heart that if the time comes and you are still here, Okay, if you're still uh, alive during the time that these prophecies, you know, are happening, then you know which side to choose. Okay, so that is going to be our emphasis today. All right, so um, again, our purpose is to prepare the church. And uh, we quote scriptures from any chapters. That's why we jump from one chapter to another. Although we're 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 trying to uh, to follow, okay, the chronological order of scriptures in Revelation, but then we cannot uh, avoid, you know, reviewing some of the uh, the scriptures we already mentioned in our previous uh, series uh, episodes because they are all connected okay um, so we are going to uh, quote scriptures from any chapter to highlight events that will take place so that the believer is aware okay so that if I have to summarize uh, the, our goal or the reason why we're doing this study we want the church to be aware you know this is the reason why the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, uh, handed over the, the, the book of Revelation, okay, the information, the messages to the churches through John, uh, through an angel, okay? And that is why uh, uh, we know that, uh, that this book of Revelation is from God, okay? So, uh, chapter 1 says that this book is authored or written by God about His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the hero in the story. And and then the Lord Jesus Christ would like the churches to know. Okay? So you, uh, everyone who belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ, ought to know. You need, it is a must for us to know uh, the end time events. Okay? All right, and last week uh, our emphasis was one of our emphasis was uh, patient endurance. Okay, and that uh, today this patient endurance has great reward. Okay, that is what the Bible says that uh, uh, Christians are called to endure patiently. Wait, um, all right, so now uh, we are on Revelation 15. Okay, it says, verse 1, I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign, seven angels with seven last plagues, last because with them God's wrath is completed. Okay, so meaning to say, before the seven plagues, God's wrath is already uh, released on the earth. Uh, We know that... um, that uh, the Lord is going to be provoked by the 
Antichrist when he enters the temple in the middle of the last seven years and declares himself to be God. Okay, he's going to desecrate the temple. And, uh, and that is why the Bible says that there is going to be a great distress or great tribulation that has never happened before. Okay, not uh, that is uh, that cannot be equaled. Okay, uh, before. So again, uh, verse one. Okay, verse two. And I saw what looked like a sea of glass, glowing with fire, and standing beside the sea, those who had been victorious over the beast. Okay, and its image, and over the number of its name they held harps given them by god <laughs> okay they were given harps now now here's the thing those who had been victorious over the beast now if you ask me do they all know how to play harps well i don't know and i believe they yes <laughs> okay you know nothing is impossible with god but that's not the part I would like to expound. I'd like to focus on this part. It says, And I saw what looked like a sea of glass glowing with fire and standing beside the sea, those, those who had been, what? Victorious. Those who had been victorious over the beast. Over the beast and its image and over the number of its name. Hallelujah. Why victorious? Because they resisted, okay? They resisted the beast and not worship the beast or not submit to the beast, okay? And they refused to take the number of the beast. They refused to receive the mark of the beast, okay? Uh, we can therefore defeat the beast by not submitting to the beast, not participating to the beast system. Okay, and by not bowing down to the image of the beast, all right, and or or by not receiving the mark of the beast. Again, we just read to you Revelation 15, verse 2. All right, so the point is being captured or killed, martyred for your faith makes you a winner. Okay. We become victorious over the beast when we do not yield or when, when we do not participate to the what to the beast system. Okay, but submitting to the beast system means you are defeated already. So it's it's as simple as that. Okay. Now in verse 3 it says and sung the song of God's servant Moses and of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, and bring glory to your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you for your righteous acts have been revealed you know god is a god of retribution okay he is a righteous god and he will serve justice and you know by this time you know the the world is experiencing tremendous judgment or consequences for what they did you see this the beast that was mentioned by, by daniel is actually the, the Antichrist, okay, the fourth beast which is going to blaspheme God, okay, uh, that beast is going to lead the rebellion throughout the whole world. And, and, and see, what the beast is offering or, or what the beast will offer the world is good, you know, it, it, the technology, the convenience of life, and all of this high tech thing. Uh, no, you don't need to bring cash with you anymore. You don't need the 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 the, uh, um, the cards, okay? Because they're all uh, chipped on 
people. Now, there's nothing bad about that. In fact, that is very inviting, attracting. That's, it looks good, sounds good. But the problem is this. He is in rebellion against God because he is the devil, you know, impersonate. Like, uh, uh, he's a puppet. He's like uh, possessed by the evil one. And, and the evil one is going to use this, this end-time king. Okay, who is going to rule the world, okay, and is going to uh, um, persecute Christians. So that is how you know that this leader is uh, possessed by the evil one, by the spirit of the Antichrist. Okay, now, uh, so, so the thing is this, when the time comes and the Lord is going to bring judgment to the nations, you know, God's people will sing this, says, uh, the song of God's servant Moses and of the Lamb. So meaning to say, what will happen in the last days is somehow similar to the book of Exodus. When, uh, when God told Moses, you know, to to bring the Israelites, to take them to the wilderness so that they may worship Him. Okay? So, the same thing, the final deliverance of all uh, those who put their trust in the Lord is going to be on that time where the Lord Jesus Christ will come and save us all. That's the final redemption. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, we're going to sing the song, Great and Marvelous Are You, This Lord God Almighty, just etc., King of the Nations, who will not fear you, Lord, and bring glory to your name, for you alone are holy. So we all know the story, okay? At the beginning, it looks like we are, um, we are being defeated, we're not uh, winning, the, okay? Uh, uh, but, but later on, okay, we know who will win. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why it's very important that the Lord Jesus Christ handed the, the message, the, the, the book of Revelation, uh, revealed to John what will happen in the future. You know why? So that we will not be surprised why these things are happening. Okay? And so that is the mercy of God. That is the mercy of God. All right. So now verses 5 to verse 8 is about the last seven bowls. Filled with the wrath of God. So I'm not going to discuss that because that is not for us. We were not subject to the wrath of God. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Now I'd like to jump to Revelation 17. It says, verse 15. Uh, then the angel said to me, the waters you saw where the prostitute sits. Now here's another character in the Bible. Okay. The waters you saw where the prostitute sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. Okay? Uh, Alright. So the beast and the ten horns will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Ooh. Verse 17, For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish His purpose by agreeing to hand over to the beast their royal authority until God's words are fulfilled. And it says in verse 18, The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the king's of the earth. So the prostitute in John's vision is what is the is a great city. It's like a command center that rules over the kings of the earth. But one day the beast and what it says in verse 17 uh, um, uh, verse 16 the beast and the ten horns okay the the, the ten kings you so will hate the prostitute, which is a city, and then they will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. 
they will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. So God has put it in their hearts to accomplish His purpose by what? Agreeing to hand over to the beast the royal authority until God's words are fulfilled. So you see, the world thought that they're doing something uh, for their gain, okay? But actually it's not. They are doing something, but at the same time accomplishing what God has written in His book. <laughs> so, you see, Christians don't need to fear when we see an advancement in uh, the rebuilding of the third temple, for example. Or the formation of the ten kingdoms, for example. Okay? Or the revealing of the, the beast, for example. You know, none of those should cause us fear. You know why? Because all of these are part of the end time events that will happen. Now, th th there are some, uh, some art, you know, not article, some posts that you see in Facebook said, uh, I prayed prophetic prayer that this will stop and that will stop. You know, if that thing that you want stop, okay, if that thing is part of, the, of God's unconditional prophecy, you cannot stop it. You know why? <laughs> you know, you're like uh, wasting time, wasting energy, praying against the revealing of the beast, praying against the, the, the rebuilding of the third temple, praying against the formation of the ten kingdoms who is going to uh, rule the earth. Uh, those who belong to the, what, to the fourth uh, kingdom, the fourth beast, no, no one can stop that because it was what? Allowed by God. Now, you must understand, we are trying to share this to you so you know how to position yourselves as Christians. Okay? So you know that uh, the, not to uh, hinder the will of God. Okay? What, what, what was written in the Bible. Because whether you will like it or not, it will happen. Oh, you pr I pray against the mark of the beast. I pray against uh, the microchipping thing. No, you cannot pray and, 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 and get your uh, answer to that prayer. Because you know what? It will happen. It will come to pass. So don't, don't waste energy. What you need to do is Prepare yourself, you settle it in your heart that these things are going to happen, and, okay, and uh, what will you do, okay? So, but you see, uh, we need, we really need to pay attention to what really, uh, what really, uh, to what is really going on in our world today. You know, you can uh, check on the two preachers, uh, they have, uh, I think a YouTube account, the two preachers, and, and they update, they give an update of what's happening in the different parts of the world. And, you know, right now, uh, since last year, uh, what I see is that every week, okay, every week or every month, you know, something is happening in different places like earthquake here, earthquakes there, uh, flooding, storms, tornado. Uh, what else you start? Uh, yeah, snowstorms, water, what? Water spout, forest fires, famines, and. Uh, you know, it's happening everywhere. As you can see, the Lord Jesus Christ said, when you see these things, you know, those things are the what? The be those are the signs that we are in the beginning of sorrows. Okay? Th this is the beginning of grief. Uh, these events will, that will cause everyone living in the world uh, grief. Okay? Uh, and, uh, and, and, it was likened by the Lord Jesus Christ as a uh, mother who is about to give birth. So the, the, that mother is going to experience birth pains, you know, and that birth pain will not stop. It will not go away. It's going to, you know, on and off until the child is born.
Okay? Only then can the mother uh, uh, go through some healing and be back to normal. That means to say there is no, not, you know, if you're expecting things to go back to normal, well, you asked a mother who is on birth pains. Okay? <laughs> so you know, uh, the, the, it's not going to be back to normal. That way, we need to uh, see things in the lens of Scripture, you know, and, and you'll see where we are at right now. So, uh, okay, so that means the pain and sorrow will not totally go away and not until the birthing process is completed. So now verse, uh, chapter 6, verse 9. Revelation chapter 6, verse 9. I just want to uh, repeat the, the, the book. It says, When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. Okay? Anak, uh, verse chapter 6. They called out in a loud voice, How long, Sovereign Lord, holy and true, until the ju you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Verse 11 says, Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been. So it is inevitable. Let me say that again. It is inevitable. Let me say it again. It is inevitable that Christians, not all, but many, will go through this kind of test. Test of faithfulness and a test of love. You know, how loyal are you? To the Lord Jesus Christ. And I tell you, this is the highest honor or the greatest honor that you can offer God. It is when you are willing to lose your life for His sake. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ said, anyone who loses his life for my sake will find it. Okay? Alright, so, so you must understand that following the Lord Jesus Christ is not, it's not an easy thing. That you think, you know, you can be a real Christian by just following a prayer. Well, that is the beginning. You know, after hearing the gospel and you respond to the gospel, you give your life to Jesus, you confess Jesus is Lord, and that is good. Okay? That is so good. That is right. But you see, uh, to, to press on, okay, you need to understand that uh, Christianity is a journey. It's a walk with God, okay? That's why the Bible says it is from faith to faith. Re uh, Romans chapter 1, he said, 16, I think in verse 16, says, I'm not afraid of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because it is the power of God to save those who will believe, those who believe, Okay? First to the Jew, then to the Gentile, okay? For the righteous will live by faith. Uh, no, no, no. From faith to faith. Meaning to say, faith from the beginning to the end. Meaning to say, if you are a Christian, it's not enough that you believe during the time that you heard the gospel and that's it. No, it says, from faith to faith. Meaning to say, faith that will last. From the beginning to the end, okay? Meaning to say, if you believe in Jesus, you will continue to believe in Jesus until the end, until, until you are taken from here, okay? So, thing is, uh, now, you, uh, now you're a Christian, you believe in Jesus, you must press on. Keep the faith. That's why Paul said, I have kept the faith. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. So, what is the fight? You know, faith. You know? Um, alright, alright. So, we are now, where are we? So, meaning to say, in Revelation chapter 6, it is very clear that in the last days, there will be a lot of Christians 
that will be martyred for their faith. Okay? And do not be surprised with that. And, and the thing is, uh, just don't be alarmed because the Lord is going to grant grace. Okay? Uh, for those Christians who are going to go through uh, the test of faith, the test of love, the test of loyalty. And I tell you, I believe that those who will be tested, as the Bible promised, they will be, yes, they will be questioned. They will be interrogated. But the Lord Jesus Christ said, I think in the book of Luke, He said, don't worry about what to say, how to respond to these interrogators, you know, because the Lord is going to grant them wisdom that those who question them cannot answer. So the Lord, uh, the Lord's grace, the Lord's favor is with those who are loyal to Him, okay? The Lord is going to aid us. So, let us not worry about that, okay? Let us not worry. But my point today, friends, is this. I want you to settle it in your hearts that these events will take place, will certainly take place during the last seven years, okay, of this planet. All right. So, so what do we do? Like we said, uh, the persecution, uh, we, uh, Christian persecution is inevitable. Jesus said, they will hate you because of me. Okay? Without any reason, just because you're a Christian, you will be hated. Okay? So, uh, th there's going to come a time where the, the question is not, are you vax or not vax? Time will come, the question will be like this. It's, it's going to be like this. Are you cheap or not? <laughs> because they, the world is going to encourage everyone okay, to receive the mark, to be cheap, to pledge allegiance to the Antichrist. Because this one world leader is going to lead the world in rebellion. That's what Second Thessalonians said. Okay, uh, mentioned in chapter 2. There's going to be rebellion. In Daniel, you know, w when rebellion has peak, right? Uh, uh, this, is, this is something that... Uh, and so, Christians will be hated at that time. Alright? So, so, the thing is, again, persecution is inevitable. And it's part of the unconditional prophecy. A meaning Christians need to prepare. Okay, we prepare whether for the rapture or torture, redemption or persecution. We all must be ready. Okay, because we really don't know and we cannot choose what will fall on our lap. Everything will be in God's hands. And I tell you, you cannot die until it's your time. So if it is your time, then it is your time. So meaning to say, we need to understand that uh, uh, we need to develop such relationship with God. You know, a, a total dependence on God during that time. Just, just trust Him, okay? So don't worry about, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? What, you know, things like that. Don't panic. Just relax and, and do something, what you need to do, what you think the right thing to do at the moment do it work on it okay but at the same time because you trust the lord your god you don't need to panic okay because the lord is going to be with you is going to aid us in whatever situation we will be in okay god is with us so what do we do then okay we need to develop our relationship with god through the word we need to develop a relationship with God through the Word. It includes getting familiar with the end-time prophecies, okay, like this, like this study, like this uh, series. We need to develop a relationship with God through prayer. We need to develop a relationship with God through worship. And we need to develop a relationship with God through discipleship or disciple-making. Okay, Let us finish the work. Jesus said, go make disciples. Okay, go and make disciples. That is our job. And we have a small window of opportunity to do it, friends. Okay, so the Bible also says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, etc. You see, it's all about love. Okay, if your love for God is weak, 
then your faith is weak also. That's why it's very important that you develop your relationship with God through the Word, through the Bible, through worship, okay, spending time with Him, you know, loving Him, worshiping Him, uh, through discipleship or evangelism, by, by serving Him, okay? In other words, by serving God. You have to, to do these things, you know, uh, you know, pan the pandemic is not the reason for us not to serve the Lord. In fact, uh, we, you know, most of the people to today they are focused on on uh, the social media. Okay, the using uh, the internet, you know, browsing the net, etc. Meaning to say, we have the access, we have, and we can preach the gospel. All right. So, friends, develop your relationship with God through, again, the Word, prayer, worship, and by serving Him through disciple-making, okay? Hallelujah. Because, you know what? You know, when, when we deepen our love for God, you know, that gives you, that gives us an advantage, you know, to have a strong foundation, so that when persecution comes, we will not be shaken. Okay, amen. So that when, when, uh, when, uh, when the world will experience, you know, uh, anguish and pain and and sorrows and and all of those things. Okay, and such, you know, your faith will stand strong. Okay, amen. So th that's it. That's why I said develop a relationship with God. But again, going back to the book of Daniel, at the height of the world's rebellion against God, which will be initiated by the government of the fourth beast, okay? It's not here yet, and we don't know when it's going to happen, but we can see how a lot of end-time prophecies are rapidly, okay, or speedily <laughs> coming to pass, before our eyes, you know, it's like, uh, whoa, you know, eschatology in Bible school is something that, you know, when, when, it, when, when we discuss eschatology, it's like something that will happen in the far future somewhere. <laughs> but now, it's like, uh, it's near. You see, last night I was uh, watching... What's the name of that robot, Ameka? Uh, I forgot, but something like that. And, and, and you see, we have reached the point where the book of Daniel said, you know, when man, you know, when knowledge is increased, okay? And, and then uh, it says in Revelation that the image can talk and speak and can kill those who will not worship the image of the beast. Can, can you understand that this image is what Daniel calls uh, the, 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 the abomination that will cause devastation or desolation. So because the beast is going to declare himself to be God in the temple in the middle of the seven years, and then, you know, the second beast will, will, uh, will create, okay, through his leadership, okay, he's going to set up an image that can talk, and that can kill. So during the old days, you know, ancient times, they don't have the technology to do that. But now with AI technology, artificial intelligence, that is possible today. That is why I, I, I said uh, this, yeah, even if we say this is something that belongs to the future, this prophecy of Revelation 13 is something that, you know, that is uh, futuristic, but we see that in reality, they can be done, okay? They can be done, all right? So here's my, uh, the main thing that I want to mention today, okay? That uh, at the height of the world's rebellion against God, okay, which will be initiated by the government of the fourth beast, the Antichrist, he is the one who is going to make the world one. Okay, he's going to rule all the nations. That's according to the book of Daniel. Now, I am not inventing this. Okay, this is not from me. 
This is from the Bible. Okay, I am just reiterating what the Bible, uh, what the Bible prophesies. Okay, so now, so the point is, this is like the Tower of Babel all over again. Okay, the Tower of Babel, it is man's rebellion against God. So the last one. Okay, where, where, where the whole world will unite again. You read the book of Genesis, uh, the, the Tower of Babel. Okay, man, what? They united themselves. They, they, they organized themselves to, to do something in rebellion against God. The same thing that will happen in the future. Okay, people will come together. They will unite. Okay, and become one. Okay. In opposition against the will of God. So everyone who is going to align themselves with the will of God will be persecuted. That is why uh, during that time, the Antichrist will persecute Christians. Whether you like it or not, Jesus said, they will hate you because of me. So, you know, rejoice and be glad because, you know, you were persecuted in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's it's like it's like participating in His suffering and in His death. I mean, if if you, in Philipp, I think that's in Philippians where the Apostle Paul, you know, part of his vision is to partake, to be a partaker of Christ's suffering even uh, in His death. That's that's whoa. I know it's way beyond our. Our capacity to handle, you know, the, the, such uh, thing. But you know, if if the prophets were persecuted and they were put to death just because they represented God or they were representative of God, Christians are ambassadors of Christ. We're here, and we are called to do the ministry of reconciliation, reconciling the world back to God, connecting them to God through the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. So. That is who we are, okay? So it is, it is, uh, it is a normal thing for the enemy to hate the ambassadors of Christ, okay? So don't be surprised, friends, when when Christians will be persecuted at that time because people will not understand why do you believe in your God? Why do you? Why this? Why that? Because we believe in God. Because we trust in Him. Because it's real to us. That's why, again, friends, what you can do right now is develop your relationship with God through the Word, through the Bible, through worship, through through uh, uh, through serving Him, through disciple making. Okay, Amen. So that's it. So here's the warning that I'd like to mention today. Okay, the warning during the last. Seven years, people will only have two sides to choose. Two sides. Two options. None in between. Okay? You cannot be neutral. Okay? You only have two choices to pick. Okay? On God's side, okay, on God's side, you will be persecuted. Okay, you will have what? Momentary suffering. You will be persecuted, uh, imprisoned, or even be killed. Okay, so we have these uh, scriptures right there. Now, on the devil's side, meaning to say, if you're not on God's side, then you're on the devil's side, right? So, on the devil's side, you will enjoy temporal freedom. So, you know, you can move easily, you know, you, you have access, you can buy or sell, you can trade, okay? You, you know, you can continue your business, okay? So, you will enjoy temporal freedom and later, but later, okay, you will be tormented forever and ever, okay? So, this is a summary. Now, I want you to uh, grasp the truth in this uh, warning, okay? Again, warning, warning, during the last seven years of planet Earth, people will only have what? Two options. Okay? You have two sides to choose. One is God's side and the other one is the devil's side. 
Okay, the side of the, the beast, the Antichrist, who is going to rebel, who is going to blaspheme God. Okay? Now, on God's side, okay, on God's side, you will be persecuted. Okay? You will have momentary sufferings. You will be imprisoned. Okay? And, or even be killed, martyred, killed by the sword. Okay, that is in the Bible. We, we're going to read those scriptures later. But on the devil's side, if you choose the devil's side, if you choose the other side, you will enjoy temporal freedom. Again, that's temporal, meaning momentary also. But later, you will be tormented forever and ever and ever. So which side will you choose? Okay. So, the choice is between momentary suffering versus a non-stop, continuous, uninterrupted torment. You know, it's 24-7 it's the, 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 excruciating pain. Now, that's, that, that feels awful, right? That's not good. Okay, but if you choose God's side, you will live with the Lord forever, ever, happily ever after, right? In the presence of God. But, you know, during the reign of the beast, that's the only time you will have to what? To endure uh, suffering. Endure patiently. Or patiently endure the trials that is allowed by God. And those trials are not trials that you cannot bear because there is... There will be no trial that you cannot bear. God will grant us the grace, you know, to, to overcome. If we seek Him and become dependent on Him. That's why I said, we have the time to develop your relationship with God right now. Okay? Amen? Uh, you know, my point is, you know, grow your roots. Grow your roots. You need more foundation with your faith so you know the word of God so that you cannot, you, uh, the devil cannot deceive you. Why? Because you are well versed. You know the scriptures by heart. Even if, even if they will burn all the Bibles, you, you know what the, the scripture, the content of the scripture. Okay? You know the truth okay? by heart. Not necessarily, uh, you don't really necessarily need to read the scripture to know the scripture but because you already know the scripture because the, the during the those time those days when the scriptures were allowed okay you have studied it you have uh, gained uh, ground or foundation concerning the scriptures okay so i hope uh, this gets into you uh, how important this is and like i said the difference between the two choices is that one is momentary the other is eternal momentary suffering and the other is eternal suffering eternal torment now let us read the scriptures let's see if we can find it in scriptures okay revelation 13 Revelation 13 verses 9 to 10 says, Whoever has ears, let them hear. Verse 10, If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity they will go. I mean to say, it's pretty determined already. There will be, some of us will go through this kind of test. A test of love, a test of faithfulness, right? But it also says, If anyone is to be killed by the sword, with the sword they will be killed okay so you have no choice we have no choice so only god knows okay only god knows who will go through imprisonment and uh, martyrdom and it says last part of verse 10 says oh, last part of verse 10 says this calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of God's people. 
Okay, again, patient endurance or endure. We are called to endure patiently. Christians or believers who are present and alive during that time has to endure patiently. Amen? So again, some will go to prison, some will be killed. And none of those who are alive during the fulfillment of Revelation 13 knows which testing is his. No one knows. So meaning to say, we must be ready. Okay? Let's just be ready. Either of the two. <laughs> you are called, we are called to endure patiently. Okay, now Revelation 17 verse 6. Revelation 17 verse 6 says, I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of God's holy people, the blood of those who bore testimony of Jesus. Meaning to say that the woman, which is what? The city. So from that command center, he is, the, the, that woman, she is, uh, uh, she is uh, responsible, okay, of the the blood of God's people. Meaning to say, this from this command center, this city, you know, many Christians will be killed. The blood of those who bore testimony of Jesus. That's Revelation 17 verse 6. So, it will happen. But the only thing that we really cannot tell is that, will it happen in our days or... Will that happen to me? Will I be part of those people who will be killed by the sword or those who will be imprisoned for Jesus' name, for Jesus' sake, for, for, for following Jesus, for being a Christian? Am I part of those who will be persecuted? Well, I cannot, we cannot tell. Uh, but we encourage you to prepare your hearts, settle it in your hearts, that when this prophecy happens, you are ready. If you are still here or, but if the Lord, you know, will take us to himself. and uh, Hallelujah. That's a glory to God. That's a big celebration right there. Okay. So, last uh, passage of scripture. This uh, Revelation 14 is referring to, to, to those who will choose the devil's side, okay? They will enjoy temporal freedom, okay? For the last seven years, just the last seven, but actually they, they feel they have, they, are, they have freedom, but they don't because they are actually enslaved to the beast system. They don't have privacy, you know, because you being cheap, you know, you are being monitored, you, you know, all your activities and, you know, things like that. They are... In, a, in the matrix, like uh, they're recorded there, things like that. So you see, in our age today with, with the high-tech thing, you know, so those people during that time are, were tagged, okay? They were, uh, anywhere you go, you're like a SIM. <laughs> it's like you have a SIM card. Everywhere you go, they know your location and things like that. So do you... So it's like you are a, actually a slave, okay? You are a commodity. You are owned by the Antichrist. You're owned. You're. Uh, anyway, let's go back. So we are just, you know, discussing with you the reality, the truth behind the future government of the beast, which the Bible calls. The Antichrist. Okay? So, on the devil's side, you will enjoy temporal freedom, you think. But then later on, you will be tormented forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Okay? Revelation 14, 9 to 11 says. Okay, let's read that. Verse 9. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image and receives its mark on their forehead or on their hand, they too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength in the cup of his wrath. Whew. They will be tormented with burning sulfur 
in the presence of the holy angels of the Lamb. Verse 11, And the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest, day or night. Let me read that again. Okay? Verse 11 says, The smoke of their torment will rise, what? Forever and ever. There will be no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast and its image, or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. So just by receiving the mark, by receiving the, the mark of the beast, okay, the, you're already done when you do that. You're already defeated. Because that is uh, uh, an allegiance to, to the Antichrist. So, you have joined the, the, the team of the Antichrist once you submit to the beast system. Once you are chipped, okay, in other words. So, it says, there will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. Verse 12, this calls for patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus. And remain faithful to Jesus. But for those, but for those people who have received the mark of the beast, okay, those who worship the beast, means those who honor, those who submit to the beast, and its image and receives its mark, verse 9, on their forehead or on their right hand, on their hand. No, it, it did not say right hand. On their hand, whether right or left, it doesn't matter. Okay? They too will drink the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of His wrath. They will be tormented with burning sulfur. Sulfur. In the presence of the holy angels of God, verse 11, and the smoke of the torment will rise forever and ever, and there will be no rest, no rest, day or night, for those who worship the beast and its image, or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. So imagine an excruciating pain in the the, 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 it's non-stop. It's continuous. It's 24-7, day and night. No rest. So, 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 so the question is, which side would you choose? So if you choose God's side, you will have, you, you may suffer momentarily. And you will have, you know, you will live with God with total bliss, with total joy and you will live with God forever. You'll be happy. <laughs> That's real happiness is to be with God, to be in His presence, you know, because in His presence there's fullness of joy. Amen? But, you know, the devil, even those people who will pledge allegiance with the devil, you know what? They will suffer. You know why? Because the devil really hates them. If you side with the devil, the devil hates you. You know, you know his mission? He only, you know, the mission of the devil is simple. John 10.10, 10, the devil comes but to kill, steal, and destroy. So if you choose to side with the devil, the devil will still torture you and hate you. And you will still go through some sufferings. But the, 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 the hard part is the truth that those who will side with the devil, the Lord is going to judge them with the devil, okay? That the, with the devil that they chose to be with, because <laughs> they have chosen to be with the devil, so they will also partake of the devil's judgment and suffering. And it's, go, it's gonna be forever and ever, no rest, day and night. Okay? Uh, pakilagay mo nga sa warning, katong warning during the last seven years. Alright. So again, warning, during the last seven years, people will only have two sides to choose. On God's side, you will be persecuted. 
you'll have momentary sufferings, uh, imprisoned, maybe imprisonment, okay, or even be killed. But on the devil's side, you will enjoy temporal freedom. You think you have freedom, but actually you are owned. Okay, that's why it says you own nothing. <laughs> okay, you think you have temporal freedom, but later you'll be tormented forever and ever. And that is too bad. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to let you know that God loves us and that He wanted us, you know, to... He doesn't want us to die for our sins. That's why He sent... God sent His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, okay, in human form to take the, the, uh, the, the nature of the flesh, okay, to represent man in the, in, in, on the cross, okay? So, Jesus was our sin offering. He was sent to die in our place. He took our sins. He bore our sins on the cross 2,000 years ago. He died so that we can have life if we choose Him. So, today, I'd like to encourage you, choose the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Whatever you do, choose the Lord Jesus Christ. Be on God's side. Always. Always. Because we know the story. How the story will end. Okay? How will it end? Okay. We encourage you. Join us again next week. Because next week is going to be the climax of the, the thing, the plan, the agenda that this... Uh, that the Antichrist, that this, the, the prostitute, okay, uh, plans against the people of God. And then, and then, uh, of course, it's going to be about the judgment, okay? The, the righteous acts of God in uh, avenging the, the blood of all the people that the devil has martyred. And... And then, and then the exciting part is from Revelation chapter 19 all the way to the end of our series. So guys, I know that uh, the, the topics for several Sundays is very heavy, but it doesn't matter, okay? I hope that by this time, okay, you are uh, catching a glimpse of what and how... We, you really need to prepare yourselves and the next generation, the next generation. We have to prepare them. We have to tell them the truth. Okay? And the word is, this calls for what? Patient endurance. Patient endurance and faithfulness on the side of the saints. Hallelujah. So we need to develop our what? You need to develop your relationship with God through the Word, through the worship, through worship, through through disciple making, through you know. You have you must be active, okay, in in serving God, in in sharing your testimony, okay. Preach the gospel online. So that's it. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you learned a lot, and uh, we're almost done with the sufferings. Okay, the suffering thing part in the book of Revelation. Uh, but there's just one more, one more, just one more, which is next Sunday. We're going to talk about it. Uh, uh, I think that's the last chapter and then the next chapters will be for, for <laughs> on our, uh, the good side. Uh, okay, um, yeah. hallelujah. Something that uh, Christians would like to hear about, okay? Hallelujah. Our final redemption. Okay, so I'm excited with Revelation 19, but next Sunday, uh, we will not skip Revelation 18. It's very important, okay? That's why Revelation 18 is one of the chapters that you need to consider, you know, in trying to discern the times, okay? It, it, you know, you cannot skip it. You cannot. You just don't want to skip Revelation. It's like, 
uh, uh, we cannot uh, it's not the word remove we just cannot uh, discount or evade chapter 18 from from discerning uh, the the present times or 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 in the, the things that are happening in our days you must consider revelation 18 okay because it has been prophesied that you know this the enemy is going to do something and part of that is uh, what we discussed in uh, uh, revelation 15 13 oh wait revelation 6 uh, 13 uh, 15 uh, 17 okay all right 17 so those are where the chapters that we uh, those were the passages okay we that we discussed today that's it for today's episode thank you for joining us Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.